Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay, the first major domino of the 2022 offseason has fallen. How does it affect not only the Packers, but a ton of other teams and quarterbacks around the NFL? Coming up right now. You're listening to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show, your daily podcast on the National Football League, powered by the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson here with you at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We can't do a Twitter Tuesday when a bomb drops like uh, it's the uh, there's the Woj bomb in the NBA. There's the Schefter bomb in the NFL. But now it's the Pat McAfee bomb. And he trumped everybody with this news with his close relationship with Aaron Rodgers. And that's what's happening today. Some franchise tags as well. But Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Green Bay Packers, according to Pat McAfee, uh, his sources, which might be Aaron Rodgers himself, say Aaron Rodgers will officially be returning to the Packers. No deal in place currently, but there is said to be a cap-friendly deal on the way. Retirement was a real consideration, and in the end, he is back with the pack. So, according to Pat McAfee, it wasn't so much Aaron Rodgers deciding on Green Bay or Denver or Pittsburgh or Tennessee. It was Green Bay or retirement. That's crazy to me. I mean, back-to-back MVPs. I guess we've talked about it a lot on here, though. I mean, he was hosting Jeopardy and traveling the world and maybe eating magic mushrooms or doing whatever the heck he's doing and doing uh, broadening his horizons outside of the game, I guess is one way of saying it. But man, I mean, it's hard to leave 200 million. I don't know if he'll see every dollar of that on, on the table and a shot to get to the Super Bowl again and even improve your legacy when you're playing as well as you are. And as we've mentioned so many times, I mean, you look at the NFC North, I don't care if the Packers don't do another thing. They're the clear favorite already. You know, I mean, and they and we will talk about the ramifications for their roster, which are positive. So, uh, I mean, again, I am no one to speak for Aaron Rodgers, but it would shock me if he really strongly contemplated hanging it up. It makes it a little bit easier. Here's what's interesting. So Pat McAfee, are we to believe his sources about Aaron Rodgers? Because now Ian Rappaport says that the Packers and MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers have agreed to terms on a four-year, $200 million deal that makes him the highest-paid player in NFL history. Uh, To Mm -hmm. do the math for you guys, that is $50 million a year over a four-year contract. Uh, He gets a whopping $153 million guaranteed, and his cap number goes down, a monstrous commitment by Green Bay for years to come. If his cap number goes down, that means uh, that'll be a very, very large cap number in years two through four of that contract, but the cap is jumping up in 2023. But in response to that tweet from Ian Rappaport, Pat McAfee said, this is false. So uh, we'll find out what that cap-friendly deal is, uh, if Ian Rappaport is correct or if Pat McAfee is correct, but clearly there's some kind of deal coming with Aaron Rodgers, and there's been the rumor of $50 million per year. So we'll see what that ends up looking like. But one thing is clear now, uh, it's looking like Rodgers coming back, and he's going to be a very rich human being, which he already is. Yeah, 100%. And I don't know if all this posturing and all this nonsense was just about money or not. Again, I'm not going to get in his head. I do know he loves the attention and he loves when all of us are talking about him and, you know, draw this thing out. But hey, free agency's right around the corner. Franchise tags are now, you know, you can't drag your feet anymore if you want to give your chance 
uh, as a Packer to be, you know, be surrounded with the best people possible. That brings me to Devontae Adams, and I don't claim to be a capologist, but uh, someone at Over the Cap or one of the smart cap people laid out a, a pretty easy plan, kind of like when we had Ross Jackson on Talking Saints. You know, those are the two teams that are, quote, in cap hell. But we know the cap's a bit of a myth, and, you know, you can finagle it. And I heard people say if they made a monster deal like this to Rodgers, and also extended Adams, not necessarily franchise. If you extend him, you could get almost right to even with the cap just right there. Just those two moves could get you from like minus 45 million to zero, you know, and then you can make another cut or two and add a few pieces. So they're probably going to basically run this thing back. And yeah, that's one of the dominoes that falls here with the Aaron Rodgers news. And we'll get to the rest of the dominoes and how it affects other teams and, and the quarterback market and free agency and the draft and all those things. But uh, internally with the Packers, you know they were going to tag Devontae Adams. But does this mean that there's another deal on tap with Adams before the new league year and that'll all get squared away? Or do they have to create so much space that they have to fit that one year franchise tag number, which I believe I saw yesterday was around $18 million for wide receivers? Mm-hmm to fit Devontae Adams in, and I would assume they would much rather do a longer-term deal with him that matches Rodgers' deal, keep them together, and get that cap number a little bit lower this year. That's what I'm expecting. And again, I mean, that could happen an hour from now, 10 minutes from now, a week from now. I mean, at a minimum, they're going to franchise him and move dollars around however needed for that to happen to buy time to talk contract with with Rodgers' number one uh, wide receiver. Um. That being said, I mean, again, I've never sat down on contract negotiations, but it sure seems like teams don't negotiate with several players at once. You know, they knock out the Rodgers one. Now they call Adams and say, come on in and let's knock this thing out. But, I mean, I'm sure there's been discussions and ideas of what he wants. Uh, You had mentioned DeAndre Hopkins' contract yesterday, how it's skewing the franchise numbers for wide receivers. I would think Adams will want to be in that neighborhood, though. What does this do for the future of Jordan Love? That's, you know, looking at the Packers again, there's a, there's a lot of other quarterbacks and teams that are affected by this. We're probably holding their breath and hoping, crossing their fingers, that Aaron Rodgers would choose them, you know, including a team like Denver. But Jordan Love has to be at least available right now, right? And, and in some ways, it would seem like the best thing for everybody if they did trade Jordan Love, even though they probably won't get a ton for you know the investment they spent in not only a first-round pick, but they traded up to get Jordan Love a couple years ago. That looks really dumb at this point. It does, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a couple things. First of all, when they traded up for Jordan Love, Rodgers was not playing at an MVP level. Was it a good move? No, it was not a good move. And frankly, I didn't like Love coming out of school, so I didn't like it at the time, you know, and considering who they traded up for. But since they've done that, they've had the best quarterback play in the league. So whatever means necessary yeah. drives you to get the best quarterback <laughs> play in the league, it's hard to argue with the results. I mean, is the method the best way? Or we could go back at that draft and say, what if they took this receiver or this guard? They'd be better. Don't get me wrong. But if they knew Rodgers well enough that that's what they needed to light a fire under them, the result is they've had the best quarterback play in the league since drafting Jordan Love. I would imagine, you know, we kind of mentioned this cap stuff, that no matter what, they're not going to be buyers in free agency. You know, they're going to lose Preston Smith or Zadarius Smith or something like that so they can tr- sign their draft picks and add a little piece here and there. 
but they're not going to be able to add much more from outside the organization. So I would think trading love for a draft pick would make a lot of sense so they could go do other things, you know, address other positions with add a little more draft capital. And again, you're, you're not going to get close to the investment you put into love and he, not these damaged goods, but he's pretty far into his contract. If you're going to trade for him and you don't plan on starting him this year, you face that problem of, do I extend him? Do I give him a fifth year option? He still hasn't played a team like Atlanta screams, you know, Jordan love to me though. I feel like Jordan Love is a draft day trade, a team that has to figure out they have to go through free agency and they have all their plan A's and plan B's. Then maybe they call the Packers after, uh, you know, all the free agents. Love or Ritter, Love or how. And then they go into the draft and maybe they're sitting there and they think, well, okay, if Ritter's there in the second round, we'll draft him. And then all of a sudden, day two of the draft comes, and nothing happened for him in the trade market. Nothing happened in the free agency market. They didn't draft the quarterback they thought they were going to get in round two. So they say, well, now, Green Bay, you can have our third-round pick or you know fourth-round pick or whatever. And he becomes someone's best plan at that point. But I can't see Jordan Love being the main plan for most teams prior to the draft. I, I would put him in almost with the draft class, except that he doesn't have uh, that, rookie, that full rookie contract to play for that team. That's well said, you know, so from a Packers perspective, and I think you're right from a Packers perspective, that doesn't hurt you too bad because it's not like he's this massive cap hit on his rookie deal. You don't have to get him off the books right this second. You could probably you know, hang on to him for, until the draft and through the draft and move him to the highest bidder. And I agree. I mean, I would rather spend a second round pick on how or Ritter or maybe even Carson strong because I don't have to worry about the contract thing coming up soon. And, you know, I just have them under control financially for a much longer stretch. So it would really be a plan B or plan C. But what I was thinking is while you were saying that, if it is a plan B, the chance of him being a day one start, an opening day starter are probably very, very slow. They're very, very short. Very. Yeah. That that doesn't seem like, Although he would have a leg up on all those rookie quarterbacks too, you would think he was more ready you would to think, go, right? Right, and so, but we—that's the other part—is we just don't know. And I wonder if it would have to be a team like, say, Denver, who's had a coach in the building in Green Bay that knows where he's at, right? So that'd probably say a lot about yeah. Jordan Love if, say, Denver moves to Jordan Love after Aaron Rodgers instead of a different quarterback. And if there's no interest at all in Jordan Love from Denver, then maybe that tells other teams, yeah, okay, well, the guys that know him the best don't want him and aren't interested in trading for him, then maybe we shouldn't be either. Yeah, and we can always use the hit it hit, hit close to home, Williamson. Would you want him for the Steelers? Not really. I mean, I'll give you a fourth or fifth and throw him in the mix, but I, I, I value the picks too much. Yeah, I think that's about all they'll get at this point, too, because of the contract situation yeah. you talked about. You've got to decide on his fifth-year option after one year, and uh, you know maybe he really plays extremely well, and that's an easy decision for you but mm-hmm. um oh you hope yeah yeah and, and you would still have three years with him at that point you know you would just maybe only get two years if there's no if you're not picking up the option after the first year then the writing's on the wall and you're probably looking at a quarterback again the next year so what kind of a pick is mm-hmm. is that worth to you so you know three or four third third or fourth round pick i would say is probably what it would take to get jordan love and, and guess last note on love was his second to last year in college was much better than his final year in college and he lost a lot of stuff around him then he comes in the league at COVID time, 
no preseason. So really you have, I mean, I would have to, I don't know how many snaps you played this past preseason, but you basically have three preseason games and a bad outing against the Broncos when Rogers had COVID. I mean, that's what you're evaluating them on right. since he came from what Southern Utah, you know, I mean, and it wasn't exactly from USC or Bama. There are many, many dominoes that are uh, about to fall now outside of the Packers organization. Let's talk about some of those teams that were linked to Aaron Rodgers recently and now how that changes their plans coming up. The betting lines just got a little bit more interesting. Now, where do quarterbacks fall in different places around the NFL? You can find those odds and much more at betonline.net. Draft props, Super Bowl futures, and of course, basketball season in full swing at bet online the number one spot for all sports betting needs pro and college hoops it's tourney time in march not only basketball not only football betonline.net is your source for hockey and boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino game so head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. You can even get sports scores and news. An endless amount of odds, totals, player performance, props, poker, blackjack. You can find it all at Bet Online, where the game starts. So, really, Matt, we laid this out in the quarterback carousel two part episodes, and those are still very much in play. So, go back uh, to our quarterback carousel episode one. And part two, where we talk about all of these teams, and a lot of the teams we're about to talk about today, we're, we're in the part two of it, except for Tennessee, because they're, you know, the, the, for Tennessee, we can kind of exclude them, right? Tennessee was one of the teams yeah, that Aaron Rodgers, and now it's like, well, if you're not going to go get a, a top-of-the-market quarterback, you're not doing anything at quarterback, because you have a fine quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, right? So they, they weren't screaming right, right. for a quarterback, but if Aaron Rodgers says he wants to come to Tennessee, you think about that. 100%. And I wonder... It, I always, I think the Rogers Denver stuff's been real for over a year now. You know, I don't think the Denver Steelers stuff was ever really real. I don't know if Denver or Rogers uh, Tennessee stuff was ever real. And maybe it's not a coincidence that that comes out the day before he signs a big contract and everybody wants him. And I'm sure they would, but I don't think there was ever real talks from Tennessee or Pittsburgh. As you said, I think Tennessee stays put. I mean, maybe they use a second round pick on a Sam Howe or something like that, or draft one, you know, as a succession plan, but Tannehill's going to be their quarter. So plan a was Aaron Rodgers for those teams, especially Denver and Pittsburgh plan B from our, I don't believe it ever was for Pittsburgh, but I do for Denver. You don't think it was at least explore that. Oh, probably. Even if it's a pipe dream, it was still plan. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think you laid it out great yesterday and I stole it from you and used it on my Steelers show about, Yes, the Steelers to get to ten to be the equal of Denver's pick is yeah. really two first, you know. So, how do you compete with that? It would have had to have been Aaron Rodgers chooses just Pittsburgh, in right, that case, right, right, right. right. And it's and, not like you know. I'll I'll go to one of the. Here's my list of teams. It was like I'll go to Pittsburgh and that's it. Mm-hmm. Make a deal, yeah. You know, right. Okay, so so those options are now out of it. When we were doing our quarterback carousel, we were looking at Plan B for. And maybe sort of a, a somewhat of a plan A for Pittsburgh is you, you call some other teams, you know, Matt Ryan, maybe there's Derek Carr. There's, you know, I think Garoppolo and yeah. Wentz would be behind those quarterbacks. Um, and then there's I don't think they want to give up draft picks, though. Right. So then it's just you know, so yeah. for the Steelers, it's just it's just draft. Go young. It's drafted yeah. in free agency. Right. And free agency is probably in the variety of a stopgap. So 
the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Trubisky, Mariota type. Yeah. Now you say you don't want to give up draft picks. That puts you in a weird spot if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers at picking at twenty. You might have to move if you want your quarterback, or are you, you might, okay yeah. with enough quarterbacks that you'll sit back in twenty and hope it's Pickett or Wills that falls to you? Do you have to move up for one of those two quarterbacks? Maybe there's a different quarterback that you like more. You know, I think Howell is is probably who I would mock to them as being available, and I know they've done a lot of work on Sam Howell as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, Howell plus. Marcus Mariota, you know, that that's kind of where we were at with our most likely landing spot for the Steelers if they don't move around in the draft. Does that move the needle for you? Would you rather do that than just say, let's trade some picks for stinking Matt Ryan? Here's the thing I differ with you on. I believe they will only add one quarterback. If it's Mariota, Trubisky, Winston, I think it'll be that guy, Haskins and Rudolph, for better or worse, for this year. I don't <sighs> think you still draft one. Unless Willis happens to fall, and then it's you know, it's not like holy cow, we have Trubisky, we can't draft Willis. I mean, that, I don't think that's the case. But I think they'll only bring in one. I don't think it's a free agent and a pick. Um, well, this brings me to your hold on. Jimmy, Actually, let, 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 I want okay, to finish that point really quick because, and I don't doubt that that's accurate that that's what they would do. But that's mm-hmm. bonkers to me that you would let uh, Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins affect any of your decisions as far as what quarterback is going to be brought into the building. To me. I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't disagree with you at all. And I'm not sure that that's true. I just think that they're try- they're 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 looking to get one guy, pretty much anoint him the starter now or later. And again, if they love Willis, and they only love Willis, that's a risky business to go into the draft with just Rudolph and Haskins and say I have to get one guy. Yeah, that's and a good point. That you know that's when you overpay. So give me Trubisky or Mariota or whatever. And if Willis falls to me. Bye-bye, Haskins or Rudolph, who cares? But I, I can't make that my only plan. But that's what brings me to Jimmy, because we were talking about the same thing on my Steeler show, and Jimmy just had surgery, correct? He either just had or, or is about to. He's about yeah. to, yeah. He decided that he's going the, the surgery route, and for that, basically, he knows what the time frame for recovery is, and the original plan was, I think, to rehab it and see how it goes, but he realized if he waited and rehabbed and then found out in April or May that he probably should have surgery anyway, then that pushes him into the season with uh, with that injury and the recovery time frame. So essentially he was like, okay, well, let's see how it looks. And he's like, well, let's get the surgery now so we know I'm ready to go by July. Okay. See, I'm, of course, going to use the Steelers as an example, but this holds true for Tampa and Washington and several other quarterback needy teams. And I'm stealing this from my Steeler co-host, Dale Lawley, in that he thinks because of the injury to Jimmy, not that he's untradeable right now, but boy, that's a risk to say, I'm going to trade for a guy that just had his throwing shoulder cut open. You know, like Dale mentioned, Jimmy is the ultimate fallback plan now, which could work to the Niners' favor in that, I want to see medical reports a month after or see that he's throwing in minicamp or maybe even into the preseason and that Jimmy is the pick or Jimmy's the the guy that if you get shut out in free agency, which there isn't much to pick from, it looks like the trade market's pretty dry for the, you know, the cars and Wilsons and you don't love the draft or don't get the guys you want. Maybe you trade 2023 picks to the Niners for Jimmy and that he's not going to move here in the coming weeks because I, of the surgery. I, I've talked about that a lot, and I, I already think that 
the picks that the 49ers get, if they want to maximize how high that pick is, is probably going to be 2023 picks anyways, and probably yeah, yeah. conditional. So uh, my, my guess for what Jimmy ends up getting traded for is maybe it's a there's a late third-round throw-in or a player throw-in, too. But I think the main pick the Niners will get for Jimmy Garoppolo is a conditional pick that if he's active for 10 games or eight games or whatever it is next year to protect yeah. that team from injury, they'll get a second-round pick in 2023, and if not, it'll be a – a third round pick in 2023. So, you know, the most disastrous scenario for a team that trades for Jimmy Garoppolo, they're giving up a high third round pick next year, which, you know, uh, I think everybody's happy with that. that, That's not a a terrible option for a team to go get a quarterback. They know they can win with if he's, if he's ready to go. And it probably won't alter your plans that much. The 49ers just traded up and drafted a quarterback with Jimmy G, you know, so you can still go through your draft plan. Even if you do bring in Jimmy Garoppolo and he's your quarterback for a year or two, and these quarterbacks are probably going to be less likely to play early than last year's quarterbacks too. So, you know, extend Jimmy for an extra year. You got him for two years. Maybe that rookie's ready to play in year two. Maybe he's not. So um, I think it's going to be a 2023 pick anyway. And it could be that similar to the, the, the situation we laid out there with Jordan Love, too, is teams are going to wait. And, yeah, you see how the surgery goes. Get that first diagnosis, right, or the mm-hmm. first prognosis after surgery. Have your doctors look at it. Just make sure, yeah, okay, minor surgery. We know how this goes. He's going to be fine in a few months. We can make that trade with conditions now before the draft happens or, you know, after free agency, after some other trades settle. Or maybe it's something that happens, you know, before the draft or maybe after the draft. Right. But, um, yeah, it could be something that lingers a little bit just because there's an extra level, an extra hurdle there in this trade with the injury. And you probably don't want to. You probably don't you, you at least want to have your quarterbacks look at a guy, right? Or maybe you want him to look at him before he gets the surgery. Maybe that's part of the surgery is that he wanted to let teams know and his agents want to let teams know, maybe I do have to have surgery if you're gonna to try to trade for me. So maybe he gets a physical before he has that. Maybe he gets traded tomorrow and the new team decides whether or not he has surgery, or maybe they say, Oh, you know what? You should just rehab this and not have surgery. Yeah, I mean every doctor's different and that, that's certainly one of the many, one of my golden rules is don't talk injuries. Cause I didn't go to med school and then maybe this is a very minor procedure and it's not a hurdle at all. I, I don't know. I just know it's a throwing shoulder and yeah. it's a surgery happening now. I mean, I would be very hesitant as a football person to say, I'm going to trade for Jimmy this week or next week, unless my doc comes in and said, Hey, I see all the MRIs and all the stuff that they've sent us. And, you got no worries. This is nothing. Don't want to even bother, you know, but it's just one more hurdle to me, you know. I want to talk a little bit more about the Denver Broncos, some other teams that are quarterback yeah. needy, and what the quarterback market looks like now that that first domino in Aaron Rodgers has fallen and he is staying in Green Bay. And some franchise tag talk next. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Convenient self-service at RockAuto.com where you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, jumper cables, even new carpet for your classic cars, your daily driver. Get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers alike. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know 
we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, Aaron Rodgers staying put, just as we had projected in the quarterback carousel episodes, Matt. It sounds like there have been trade offers thrown towards Seattle for Russell Wilson. The one verified or, you know, the one report that's the strongest is that Washington has called just about every team that is that has a quarterback potentially available. And they made a big offer for Russell Wilson and Seattle said no. So it sounds like Russell Wilson probably also staying put, even though last year all of a sudden he dropped some teams that he want to go to. I, I, that's, that's a weird situation, but it sounds like now he's not going to go. So the best quarterback available oh i i owed you this last week and i screwed up because remember we were doing a lot of hey matt what did you hear in indie stuff oh yeah the one thing there was a nugget that i just forgot to say and somebody told me i don't think wilson's going but if he goes anywhere it's probably philly oh is that because of the draft because he has to offer okay so they can make it happen philly's the team that can really move the i would i would think the new york giants too right I would think, but yeah. I mean, do the Giants really want to part with one or two of those really early ones? You know, I, I, I've also heard they're in love with Sauce, Sauce Gardner, which uh, would make sense with the Bradbury news. I mean, and, I don't know, care. O-lineman and Sauce Gardner looks pretty good. I don't care if it's Deion Sanders. You well, get a, super, yeah, right. you get a superstar quarterback, quarterback, that's what you trade right, that right, pick right. for, in my opinion. But yeah, we'll yeah, see. It no, sounds, like, sounds like that's not the New York Giants plan. You've mentioned that fit from the start. I mean, Russell Wilson's wife or girlfriend, I don't know who she is. She's some celebrity that yeah. I should know, but I live under a rock. <laughs> but you know, she doesn't want to go to Pittsburgh or Cleveland. Yeah, or, it would seem yeah, like a yeah. you know, big city would, would kind of make some sense there. I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to you know come up with some reasons. But it, it, for now, it seems like Russell Wilson very unlikely to go somewhere. Hey, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Who's the best quarterback? So Deshaun Watson... We, we still don't have any clarity on what's going on with Deshaun Watson, a team that was about to trade for right. him with the trade deadline, uh, decided against it. Uh, I don't think he'll be a fit for everybody that even needs a quarterback. They would probably be very uneasy with everything going on with him, bringing him in as they should be. So is, is there even a market for him? What's changed since the trade deadline? There's been no clarification on anything going on there, even if he settles his civil suit is there action by the league so uh, i have no idea what to think about deshaun watson but he clearly is the best quarterback available like that's actually available right right right. right. after deshaun watson let's say okay no rogers no wilson unavailable you are not going to go down the deshaun watson path what's the best quarterback your team can get right now today matt williamson i mean what about the kirk cousins of the world i i if you can take on a monster contract, it's kind of like the Jared Goff deal, but he's better than Goff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, I think you could pry him away or Ryan away, but boy, you gotta, he's just going to eat your cap to no end, and I don't think that's smart business. Jimmy Garoppolo's around $25 million one year. Mm-hmm. The cap Which makes number, Jimmy more attractive than those guys. Right, yes, uh, but they, he's going to have surgery. And, you know, Ryan and Carr, you could argue, better quarterbacks. And But their cap numbers are, or not Ryan and Carr, but Ryan and Cousins, their mm-hmm. cap numbers are huge. But obviously, huge. there's ways to change that and some uh, extensions or, you know, restructures and things like that could happen. But you but might you have, have to love them. You, know, you have to love like, them, and you'll boy, probably I'll have... get the best out of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I mean, you'll get the same Kirk Cousins. You'll get Kirk Cousins. You know exactly what you're getting there. Uh, mm-hmm. You will have to pay a lot, probably, to pry those guys away, maybe more than you're comfortable with. Maybe. Yeah. yeah 
I don't know if you have to pay a lot to pry them away or if they would pay you to take them away. Well, that's the, I mean, that's a you no, know what I mean? it's you know a no what I mean? brainer. If you can fit them in under the cap and figure out a restructure and it costs almost nothing to go get Matt Ryan and you're a team that wants to win right now, I, I don't see why that deal doesn't happen as of whatever 9 a.m. Pacific time after the Rogers stuff happens. If you're, you know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're Denver, go get the best quarterback you could possibly get and figure out the cap stuff. Denver's a good call. I was sitting there saying, well, who is that team? Pittsburgh could be, you know. Pittsburgh I mean, too, they, yeah. I would put Pittsburgh yeah. in that boat. Um, they have enough cap space, right, to to yep. do pretty much what they need to do. Tampa's the best one because they're the best team, but they're not going to trade them in division and they don't have the cap space. And supposedly they're talking to contract sets yeah. with Godwin, you know, by the way, too, side note. Um, so who is that team? Was it Washington? And Washington can't isn't going to go get Cousins. They've been down that road. Right, I don't know. Right. <laughs> so that like you almost cancel out some teams. You know, Tampa can't go get Ryan, and Washington can't go get Cousins. So it, it, like every road points to Garoppolo in a weird it does, way. It and, does. and I, I just feel like the market right now is in a place where these teams cannot go into the uh, into the draft not having at least some sort of a quarterback that they feel okay about, and they definitely can't come out of the draft without a quarterback, even if it's a rookie that they don't feel okay about, right? So somebody's got to do something, and the value just went up for all of those quarterbacks we just talked about. Yes, that's 100% true. I would rather go after Ryan than Cousins, even though I think Cousins is probably the slightly better player. I just feel like if I trade for Cousins, he's going to be my quarterback for the next four years. And I don't want Kirk Cousins to be my quarterback for four years. <laughs> you don't want I'd to be exactly rock- where the Minnesota Vikings are right now. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, uh, you're Matt Schaubland. You know, I'd rather Ryan was my quarterback for one year until Howell's ready, you know? Matt Ryan, go make it happen. I love Matt Ryan in Pittsburgh. I think that's the move. It's not terrible. I mean, it really isn't. You know, it, it buys you a year. You could either just live with him, Rudolph Haskins, and – invest in offensive linemen like crazy and, and whatnot, or, you know, you, you draft one too and you groom them and, or you draft one next year. You know, I mean, I, I like the short, short term relationship with those guys. I don't like the long term relationship with cousins. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think that makes a ton of sense. I still like Garoppolo in Washington makes the most sense. And then Denver just goes to the draft because they have one of the higher picks that would probably be used on a quarterback. You just go into the draft and, and go, take willis at this point or do you go down the cousins garoppolo path as well if you're denver well i think watson ends up in denver or carolina does he play what's mm-hmm. it cost mm-hmm. when's it happen i have no idea but i don't think he's going to be a stealer i don't know that he i don't know that washington or tampa tampa would be really interesting uh would be in that that market uh, i think i I very much believe Watson will get traded. I know nothing else or how that would work and all the things you said about him are 100% true and we don't know a thing, but I think it'll be Denver or Carolina. Denver with Watson would be good. That would be. Yeah, the the Watson is kind of the next domino that we need to figure out. We, at right. least we need a report from somebody who's I know there's people doing work on the Watson situation. Can, I'm sure know. there's trade talks going on, right. and or at least the, discussions. The league has to be involved here, too. Like, is he even going to be allowed to play if the legal stuff ends tomorrow? Right. It would seem like yeah. there's... 
I hate to bring them up because we don't we have nothing to add yeah. to the conversation. But boy, Denver and Carolina are I think the spots. Need some clarity. Come on, reporters. We need some Get we need some it, ace yeah. reporters to give us some real clarity on what's going on with Deshaun Watson, because then it's a lot easier to project that out. But that would make a ton of sense for, you know, Carolina. I, we had them going to Carolina. Uh, I think it makes the most mm-hmm. sense for Carolina because of what their situation is and they've screwed up a quarterback. Go fix the quarterback situation. I think it's a smaller market. I think the um, the news cycle would be better in that case than it would be if he went to some other teams probably. Uh, you know, that's, you know, he, he played college ball, you know, yeah, send him yeah. back to the Carolinas kind of thing. So uh, it, Carolina and Watson makes the most sense to me, but um, we'll see. I mean, this is going to be wild, and there's going to be some quarterback movement, and I think everyone else's price just went up now that Aaron Rodgers is now off the market. I 100% agree. Um, last note on Denver is they don't really have an owner to tell you no on Watson. <laughs> you know? That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's all about if the GM Mom and okay. dad are, are gone. You know, no one there to tell you no. And there's the Peyton connection, too, from his days in Minnesota, bringing in Kirk Cousins. It, it, mm, yeah. Does he love Kirk Cousins? Does he want to go bring in Kirk Cousins? Do Will the Minnesota Vikings be willing to move Kirk Cousins? So those are some I questions. I think he could be had. I, I, you know? They would have to. Like, if you could take his contract away... I don't know. Give me a fourth round. I don't think he's expensive. I think, I, I think getting him off the books is is worth it. I don't know what Atlanta and Minnesota are doing if they're not listening to offers. If they're not willing to listen to offers for their quarterbacks, like what right. are you even doing? And I don't know if anyone even would consider it because neither one is worth forty million in cap space. <laughs> you, you would have to. They just yeah. aren't. Right. The cap situation would have to work out with restructures and probably just straight up pay cuts or the team taking some eating some of the money, you know, maybe you have an overpriced player that you want to send the other way to help fix your cap situation to take on a year of Ryan and Cousins that fit under the cap. I don't know. It's it's going to be very interesting. Kind of messy, yeah. Price went up for everybody else, though, uh, and there's enough quarterback needy teams that this is going to be a lot of fun uh, as it pertains to the draft, free agency, and the trade market in the NFL. The, the deadline has not hit yet for franchise tags, so let's push that to tomorrow's podcast okay. Matt, and talk okay. franchise tags we'll know exactly who was tagged who was not we might see some uh some some extensions done with some of those players that are like chris godwin there apparently there's talks about right. an extension or maybe it's the tag if not the extension i, I think Devonte adams we could have some news on as well now that the roger stuff is figured out so we'll cover that tomorrow we'll get to some of your listener questions at bd peacock at williamson nfl we still got to talk defensive side of the ball from the combine uh, there's some monstrously fast Edge players, defensive linemen, linebackers, front seven as well coming up. And then we'll get to defensive backs and those standouts, guys who made money, lost money at the NFL scouting combine. I've got a really good scouting combine nugget, by the way, with all these fast times. Matt, remind me. I will, I will. I want to bring that up on tomorrow's podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On NFL Draft, bringing everything about the NFL Draft to you Daily, their latest mock draft out on Monday's episode. Find out who your team is selecting there. Matt and I back tomorrow right here. Peacock and Williamson.